Welcome to the Sisters Like Us podcast. I'm Lakin. And I'm Allie. And we're here to share our perspectives as sisters from two different generations. So grab a glass of wine or a bottle and let's dive in. We're back. Hello. Welcome to episode two of the Sisters Like Us podcast. Before we dig into any topics, we thought it would be good to do an episode about the main characteristics or just any characteristics of Gen Z's versus millennials. Now, to be honest, when I was trying to find an article to reference during this episode, it all the articles out there are very geared towards workplace, like hiring or working with the different generations. But I think I found one that we can at least spin off a little bit to be like our personal, personal things because we're not here to talk about work. Yeah. But before we jump in, I want to share, according to literally the first thing I Googled, what the years are, in case anybody is not familiar with what the different generations are considered. And there are so many answers. Like, it, there's a there's a blurry space. So, millennials, or Gen Y, is 1981 to 1996, according to this. And then Gen Z, and so I'm 1992. And then Gen Z is 1997 to 2012. And I'm 2000 for those. Yeah. So according to this, our, our brother, who's 97, is borderline between the two, which kind of makes sense because he definitely has some things I feel like that lean more towards millennial that him and I have in common. And then there's things I feel like that he's definitely more Gen Z on. But maybe we can get him on this. We'll see. I would be very impressed and shocked. Well, if, maybe if we give him a glass of wine. <laughs> okay. Maybe. All right. Let's jump in. I will leave the article that I'm referencing in the show notes, in the description box, all the places. It is the eight differences you need to know between Gen Z and millennials. So the first one is realistic versus optimistic. Gen Z leans more realistic. They expect to work harder than previous generations, where millennials became optimistic thanks to their encouraging baby boomer parents and growing up in a time of opportunity. Gen Z will be realistic thanks to their skeptical and straight shooting Gen X parents and growing up in a recession. That's interesting because... What we were talking, well, if you watched the first episode, we were talking about how our parents are kind of all over the place. Yeah. You have, I don't have a boomer parent, technically. Yeah. You do. I, yeah. So that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I do. I hear what they're saying in that I think millennials were raised in a generation where college was more like a guarantee. Our parents were kind of at least in our experience, like our parents were first generation to go to college. So they worked and that was like a big deal and they worked to get there. And then it was kind of just like a given for yeah. the millennials um, and almost expected that you would yeah. go to college. I do feel like more people in my generation, it's not like my path, but like I think there yeah. was more people that I knew that didn't actually go to college yeah, or like went to college and I wouldn't say like I mean yeah dropped out but like to do something else yeah I think you're right and I don't know if that really is the same thing as realistic versus optimistic yeah I don't like I I I get that but I feel like I don't know yeah it's yeah I also feel like realism versus optimism is a very much a personality trait yeah in terms that's kind of how I view it whether you are a more optimistic person or a more realistic person because I'm definitely a more optimistic person I think than like I'm not a realist, I would say. I would agree with that. So, and I'm just, I, like I've said, I'm very Gen Z, so. All right, number two, independent versus collaborative. 71% of Gen Z said they believe the phrase, if you want it done right, you need to do it yourself. When given the option to arrange a group of desks, millennials would opt for a collaborative arrangement 
and assemble the desk in a circle, whereas Gen Z would rather have their own workspace than share it with someone else? I will say I prefer to do things myself. Okay. Um, like thinking back to like high school, even college, like if I was in a group, I was the leader of said group. Again, though, I think that's also a personality trait as opposed to like. Because you would be the same way. Yeah, I would be the same way. But I also do like to work with other people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hence why, like, I do want to have my own business. I want to be my own boss. I am more of an independent worker overall. If I'm doing some sort of project, whether it's work or whether it was when I was in school, I was definitely would rather do it by myself. Do it on your own. Yeah. I think I did. I do lean that way if I know the other people involved aren't going to put in their effort. But if I have the option to like work collaboratively and they're all going to be hard workers like me, then I'm, I would rather work with other people. Yeah. Speaking of like, I feel like in job interviews, like that's what I say is like my weakness. Like when they're like, Oh, like what's your weakness? (laughs) I'm like, well, I feel like when I'm in, like working with a group, I just like kind of take over and I just become the leader because it's like kind of like a backhanded like, <laughs> oh, like she's like really like hard, is a hard worker and works hard. So just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> All right. Number three, digital natives versus digital pioneers. 40% of Gen Z said that working Wi-Fi was more important than working bathrooms. I think that's funny. But ultimately, this one doesn't surprise me because it comes down to the fact that a lot of millennials Like, I remember life without the internet. I remember what it was like to have to call my friends on a landline. I did that, though. To make plans. Yeah, but when did you get a cell phone? So, this is interesting because I was thinking, like, we had a landline and I would call my friends' houses and say, like, is blah, 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 able to play. Um, But I got my first phone, which was a pandemic. But I was, like, the generation where, like, like, phones started to come out, like, really, like, phones came out, but, like, I was, like, seventh grade when the iPhone 3G came out. Okay, I got my first iPhone at, at, when I graduated high school. So, exactly. Yeah. So, I, my first iPhone was an iPhone 4 when I was, like, in eighth grade. Okay. It's, that, that I think is, like, your experience with the internet yeah. and, like, always having access to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At your fingertips compared to... When, I mean, the, the internet, I remember when we had like AOL dial up, but it was not, if we needed something, I wasn't going to the internet first. Yeah. I had, my first one was a Pantech flip phone, sixth grade. That, that I think is one of the biggest differences between the two generations is what, when, how old you were when the internet really became a household Thing and then how old you were when the internet became a phone thing that yeah. people had access to and when you got your first smartphone. I also remember not feeling like I needed a smartphone because I had my regular phone that I could text and call my friends and I had my iPod that had all my music and email was not a big thing for high schoolers. And I was like, why do I need a smartphone? I don't need a smartphone. I, I did have an iPod Nano. Mm-hmm. It was a little pink one. <laughs> But I think I ended up getting one of your iPods at one point. Probably. We had a lot of hand-me-downs in our household. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, Phones. Speaking of technology and, like, yeah. devices, I was I cleaned up my room, like, a couple weeks ago, and I found, like, two iPads, two laptops. <laughs> what? Like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, like, broken laptops with the iPads because we had so many iPads. Like, yeah, everybody kept – like, our parents would get new ones, and then we would get, like, the hand-me-downs. Yeah. Yeah. 
That but was, I will say I did have that little iPod that, that was just like the little square. Yeah. You had no screen. No screen. It was just iPod. Yeah. But I would agree. I think no Wi-Fi is more stressful than no bathroom. <laughs> but I have a small bladder, so I kind of need it. <laughs> I can't comment on that right this second because I need True. a bathroom every five seconds. True. Yeah. All right. Number four. <laughs> Private versus public. Oh. Oh. Which is so... Which way do you think this is going to go? Oh, this, this is interesting because I think it's going the social media route, is it? It is a little bit, but it's saying 70% of Gen Z would rather step, share personal information with their pet than their boss. Millennials oh. are much more public because they explored social media and made their thoughts, opinions, and every noteworthy menial life update public. That's what we were just talking about. This is what I'm saying. This is why we decided to do this because we talk about Yeah, we just talk about it. And then we're like, oh, wait. Other people might be interested. Yeah, because Threads just came out, yes. which is like the Twitter of Instagram. I hate Twitter. I deleted Twitter like a, a, 10 years. Like, I don't like Twitter. It's not enjoyable for me. And like you post like really, really random things. Yeah, you're being much more like um, like thoughtful or like thinking about what you're sharing on Threads. And I just am like, so here's what I'm doing. That's like the big, which when we, we do want to talk about social media, like a whole episode because we could just go on and on. Yeah. But I think... What we've noticed, even with the Sisters Like Pod Instagram, like, I overthink everything. Like, even with these threads, I'm like, okay, wait, but, like, are people going to think that's funny? Are people going to like it? Like, it's not that deep. Yeah, it's saying that Gen Z will be more calculated and selective with the information they share online, which is why they gravitated to Snapchat, because it was time-bound content that won't live forever. Interesting. Yeah. Again, we are going to do an entire episode on social media. That's really interesting. But the private versus public aspect of it, I didn't even really think about. I was always private on Instagram until we made the Sisters Like Us podcast Instagram, because I didn't want, like, people to follow me and me be, like, accept, accept, accept. Right. That's just like, yeah. Number five. Face-to-face versus digital only. 74% of Gen Z prefer to communicate face-to-face, where my millennials prefer digital communication tools, texting, instant messaging, Slack, etc. This could not be more true because the amount of FaceTimes, like you just want to FaceTime all the time. You won't call me or text me. It's a FaceTime. The only people I talk to on the phone are like my parents. So I think that's interesting because I would think it was the No, you would think, but again, I think we swung differently. I think the millennials were like, oh my gosh, you mean I can just text or email or Slack or or instant message and I don't actually have to like have a conversation with somebody? Sign me up. And then the Gen Z swung the complete other way and was like, oh my gosh, I want to face-to-face. I want to FaceTime. I want to see you. That's interesting because I feel like there's also another way that you could take that is like, like let's let's say like our parents. Like I feel like our parents would rather like. That's what I mean though. Our parents' generation did want to do face-to-face. And then the millennials but like, were like. Like face-to-face, like literally face-to-face. Oh, literally in person. Yes, like in person. I guess maybe that's where I was thinking it was coming from with like the face-to-face, not like FaceTime. No, I think it's like communication via like words, instant messaging, Slack, texting versus um, Gen Z wants Skype, FaceTime, Snapchat. Okay. Then yeah, agree. But I will say Gen Z is not in the Skype generation. generation. No. Yeah. I don't, I mean, we're millennials, I feel like. Yes. I used Skype Skype. for like a year of my life. And it was Because you've always had, you've always had smartphones with FaceTime. Well, no, because FaceTime, I don't think, they they didn't have FaceTime until later. Because, 
I had like an iPod that was like the one the iPods that like literally looked like a phone. It just couldn't like. Call yeah, it just text. didn't have. And you couldn't FaceTime on that. Well. Oh, even the iPhone 4, I don't think you could FaceTime on. Yeah. I don't know when it started. I don't know when it started either. But yeah, I think FaceTime is super popular in my generation. It really is. Yeah. And I hardly FaceTime anybody. Mm-hmm. That which became an issue when, total tangent, when we wanted to tell our parents that we were pregnant, we wanted to FaceTime them so we could see their, like, their face reactions. But we knew as soon as we FaceTimed them, they would be like, why the heck are you FaceTiming me? And they would know immediately. Yeah, speaking of FaceTime, like, I FaceTime mom all the time. Mom and I FaceTime all the time. But, like, she knows how to use FaceTime. Like, it's so funny, like, when I fi- try to FaceTime my dad. Yeah, not so just, much. Yeah. But he's, like, for, like, being a little bit older, like, he is, like, pretty good, like, with, with phones and okay. stuff. That's good. So, but not the point. But, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. All right. The next one is something we did sort of already touch on, but it's on-demand learning versus formally educated. of Gen Z says there's other ways of getting a good education instead Mm, of going to college. Whereas millennials, again, this could probably be its own episode, very much college was like, if you can't afford it, if you have that, well, actually, not even if you can afford it, because millennials are the ones that are drowning in student loans, where Gen Z was like, if I can't afford it and I don't know exactly what I want to do, I'm just not going to go to college. That's, yeah, I think that's the biggest point there. Mm. I think like education wise, well, a whole other thing that we could talk about is how digital learning became so with COVID and stuff. Yeah. And how that like, like I, after we were virtual for so long, I preferred it. Yeah. But you only had that for another year or so that I feel like is going to impact the next generation more so than the Gen Z's. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. But even virtually, not even education though, but on the topic of virtual, like working from home versus working in the office. So working from home is so different than school though, because I feel like working from home, it's like, I love it because it's like flexible. I feel like I can like step out and like go to a workout class or like go for a walk or something like that. But with school, like straight up, like it just made school like so easy because like it was not have to go to class in person, you mean? I'm not going to, like, go into it, into it, but, like, taking a test, like, with your teacher watching you and taking a test just, like, online. Different vibe. It's just, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, but. Interesting. Number seven, also super interesting, role hopping versus job hopping. 75% of Gen Z would be interested in situations where they could have multiple roles within one place of employment. Whereas growing up in fast times and coming of age in an on-demand culture, millennials have little patience for stagnation, especially when it comes to their careers. I almost feel like I was expecting that to go the other way around. I feel like millennials followed after, like in their parents' footsteps with the expectation of like, I find the job that I'm going to have for the rest of my life and I'm going to yeah. stick with no, that job. I think job. it's the opposite. Yeah. Because I feel like for Gen Zs, which maybe you can relate to on this, is like, I always want to do something else. I always want to do something more. So I'm like, if I'm like, and this could be like when I was working at like Hollister in high school. <laughs> like I'm like, okay, but like I could do something else. So then I quit and then I get a different else. job. Yeah. Like I've had so many different jobs like over the years. And like now I'm like doing, I found like a good like, permanent position where I can grow within the company, but I do think Gen Zs are more likely to hop around. Yeah, I do too. And, yeah, that's not how this reads. Maybe I'm just misinterpreting it, but I feel like... It'd be interesting to see what other people think, though. Yeah, with all of these, I would love to hear y'all's thoughts. You know, share them in the comments of the YouTube video, or we will also have a post on Instagram for every episode. Come share your thoughts there. Or we can create something that, like, people can... Yeah. What generation are you? What are your thoughts on these various things? I mean... 
we kind of touched on this earlier, but everything also is a very personality based, right? What, I do think so. Yeah. You know, some of it's going to be driven by your generation and, and we do like our preferred social media apps, definitely driven by our generations, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot, I feel like, especially that we're talking about on this episode that it's personality driven. Yeah. All right. And then the last one is global citizen versus global spectator. So it says 58% of adults ages 35 and up agree that kids today have more in common with their global peers than they do with adults in their own country. Millennials were considered the first global generation. However, Gen Z interacts with their global peers with greater greater fluidity than any other generation. I see. I feel like that's on a difference. I feel like that's something our generations actually have in common is that I don't know what they like. Some of the things they're about having relating to global overrate relating to adults. I'm not even really touching that, but I mean like just the the desire to know more globally, the desire to travel globally. I feel like uh, our generations do want to break out of their bubbles and go learn and do and etc. Yeah, on a global scale as opposed to just like staying within what we've always known, but. Again, I don't think that's a difference. I think that's something we have in common. Yeah. No, I would agree. I don't love that one. Yeah. That was kind of a boring one to end yeah. on. It was kind of weird. Because it's it's also all, again, based on your personality, based on your upbringing. You know, some people were raised with, like, parents who wanted to travel and took them places, and mm-hmm. some people weren't. Yeah. I feel like the overall, like, biggest differences, I would say, are most mostly going to be stemmed from, like, social things and social media like social meaning like the way we celebrate things yeah like the things that we like enjoy doing like yeah you know like you know what I mean but is some of that also driven by the fact that like I feel like I knew we were going to come up with come into this as maybe a struggle is that like well millennials are just naturally going to be older Right. So because they are the generation before. So is some of that, and I mean, I can reflect on this a little bit, like is some of that, like talking about birthday celebrations. And I know I have that down as a, as an idea for, I feel like we could talk about that now. Is it that Gen Z really wants three, a three day birthday celebration with all these specific things and all these different pictures and outfits and themes and blah, 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 (laughs) blah. I'm such a culprit for birthdays. Yes. Like, and I love birthdays too. I'm trying to think back, but I, it still wasn't the same. Like I didn't do it that way. When I turned 23, but is that because I didn't have the option? Like it wasn't a thing then. Yeah. And now, no, I would never consider doing that because. Um, well, I guess, but we could talk about it in a way like, okay, if you were turning like 23, like yeah. tomorrow, like how would you celebrate? Yeah. It doesn't even have to be, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, yes, but I feel like once we like dive into like, just like overall, like broad specific things and then just talk about like. Uh, like literally our perspectives for both of it yeah which I again I I think sometimes will be very different and then I think there will be similarities I think there yeah there's a lot that we we still have in common and is that our upbringing is that our personalities or is that just that our generations aren't as different as people make them out to be I don't know yeah I don't know okay I also found this really interesting little chart that I will post that's the years are off to me but I it's like little just short snippets so Attention span. Gen Z has a shorter attention span. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that also, I feel like that's the nature of technology and social media, which has been more prominent in your life than mine. Not now, but growing up. Frugal. Millennials are more frugal and Gen Z is less frugal. Yeah. Most used devices 
millennials use desktops more and Gen Z uses their smartphones more. Yeah, I would say so, obviously, but... Yeah, I even even literally this morning, you were like, should I bring my laptop? And my response was, we don't need, you don't need your laptop to record, but if you want to do anything else, if you want to play on Canva or whatever, which you could do all of that from your smartphone, but I would much rather do that on my computer. Well, I would too. Okay. Like when it comes to... Canva's like a different point. Well, Canva's never mind. Okay, that was a bad example. But like, what about responding to an email? I think this is where I'm different. Okay. Like I would prefer, I actually dislike doing anything work-related, email-related, Canva-related. The only thing I like to do on my phone is social media. Okay. And okay. like, obviously it's your phone, so. Right. Whatever. But I would prefer to do everything else. Like, on a desktop. I, I prefer, I have a huge monitor in my room. Like, yeah. I prefer like a big screen. Yeah. Which is I mean, why I have an iPad. Personal connection. Millennials value quantity of relationships, whereas Gen Z values quality. Uh, yeah, but I think that one is one that you learn, mm. like, a little bit. Because I feel like when I came to school... Wait, 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 who's quantity? Millennials None. are quantity and Gen Z is quality. Yeah, I would say now that I've graduated, I'm more in, like, the quality phase. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I was, like, starting college, like, I had a lot of friends. Right. And I cared about having a lot of friends. friends. I had a couple really good friends, but I just had, like... Yeah. I don't know where that kind of came from. And then entrepreneurial adventures is that Gen Z is more inclined to be entrepreneurs, which that one... Which kind of relates back to what we were talking about. That one definitely Independent learning, like, kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Let us know if there's anything you feel like we forgot to touch on, and I'm sure we'll get to it at some point. But I feel like this at least kind of touched the surface a little bit of some of the major differences. We'll see you soon. Bye.